Welcome to Texas Style Coworking. The ranch office is a neighborhood community office that delivers a warm atmosphere with a heavy dose of Southern hospitality. Located in Memorial, Katy, and Baytown, we offer private offices, conference rooms, event space, and much more. Come change things up and check us out. Remember, life is better at the ranch. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Government is the problem. This will not stand. This will not stand, this aggression against uh, Kuwait. Indeed, I did have a relationship with Mr. Lewinsky that was not appropriate. America is a strong force for peace. I know the human being and fish can coexist peacefully. And my vice president has shot someone. You smell what Barack is cooking. You didn't build that. Give you all a big kiss, the women and the men. I'll, kiss, I'll even kiss the men. I'll kiss those big, powerful men. Sit down, you'll hear what I have to say. Welcome to Context is for King. This is the diminutive ATM of Reckless Opinion, Jordan Driscoll, live at NAPE with Delfina, last name unpronounceable and possibly redacted, Govia. Govia. It's, fi- it's fine. Close it's enough. Fine. It's fine. Delfina's, Delfina is iconic enough. You don't oh, need the last is. name, dude. Nobody speaks Spanish like I do. Um, <laughs> and we also have Joe Batir, my yes, boy hello. Joe. And, uh, who always is giving me a lot of problems. But I will say this. I know one thing about Spanish, Joe. The no. J makes an H sound. No, so it's Hobatir. You don't know anything about Spanish. I know that. I know I'm correct about that. But anyways, they are my guests today. We are live at NAPE. We've got uh, Audrey over here, my former producer, now host of Five and Below, off to the side. She's not mic'd up. we got Paige over here, uh, who's one of my alleged bosses, although, you know, uh, for the most part. So they're over here. They're not mic'd up either. But yes, we're in the show. We're at NAPE. We're doing the Lord's work, as always. <laughs> and uh, in fact, we're going to start this properly. Grab yourself a beverage. I have my beverage. Wait, I didn't get my... My flask is over there. I know. you got to get the flask. My Petroledger flask. Yes. I've got some Coca-Cola Classic. That's excellent. I'm so proud of you. We're getting that Coke sponsorship. I need my vodka. My Tito's. <laughs> not sponsored. Is Tito's here? Not officially sh- sponsored by Coca-Cola yet. Classic. <laughs> Yet, and then uh, and then we got you, well. You got a beverage too. And I then, do. And then I have uh, lemonade because they already put the coffee away, which is an outrage. I'll, I'll let you pour it into my coffee mug that I have. Oh, excellent! We need that. And now we've got. And now we've, and got, now we've got Matt Bertram. Matt Bertram lurking over our shoulders right like the there. grim specter of death. Furious waiting. that he's not mic'd well, up. I, have to, I got a podcast here. So yeah, there we go. Wait, are we supposed to cheers to this drink? We, uh, but no, we're supposed to take our inaugural oh, right. sip. Our inaugural, inaugural sip. sip. Okay, inaugural sip. Take my matcha uh, Starbucks. Matcha. Okay. There we go. This is a very, very put together episode we're doing, folks. Um, what, are, what are we talking about? The, uh, whatever we want. We're out of completely. We can out of talk about anything. What, anything what are we, we talking about? What are we ever talking about? Well, here's the thing, Joe. I have been on your show <laughs> a couple of times now. You have. Uh, and then I finally had to basically hold a gun to your head to get you to show up on my show, even though you talk a lot of shit on hey, I, on Delfina's show. I just I just want I want your audience to know I am foregoing mm-hmm. the opportunity to get free stuff. Yeah, Joe is one of the most astonishingly uh, what's the word I want to say here? Stingy, miserly people that I've ever met. Um, I don't 
don't know if he's unhoused or what the situation is, but if there is something free, he is taking it. So, so I, I do have to do this podcast, but I just wanted to insert this one comment that uh, on the marketing and sales podcast that Mark and I were on, we were getting free stuff all the time, and that that all that free stuff got peeled away. <laughs> okay, and is now on a new podcast, and I don't get free stuff anymore. So I do have a bone to pick about that, and I just wanted to voice that to all the listeners out there that you can still send me free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Say, we, have, we have lost control of this entire I think it, show. I think it's important to recognize that the only reason there is free stuff is because people are trying to get us to come to their booth. So by... By going and getting the free stuff, I am making those people feel better because that gives them purpose and sense of correctness in what they did. A, a plus on mental gymnastics, buddy. Good job. Okay, so let's get to the core of what we're actually here to do uh, on Context is for Kings, the amazing new name of this show, what we love. Let's talk about Let's do something simple here today. Okay, unscripted. There's no plan. We're completely... Uh, just, just freewheeling it out there. What the fuck is the matter with the world today? That's what we need to answer. <laughs> That's the topic. That's the topic. That's what you what's, decided. What's, what's the matter this year? What's happening? Why is everything completely insane? Well, luckily, the year is barely starting. And have you seen the state of the world, Joe? Yeah, and it's going to get better. Ah, do you think so? Depends on what you mean by better, though. Well, it's going to get worse before it gets better. It's going to get more entertaining or anxiety-inducing. Okay, so let's just go bullet point by bullet point here. Uh, Russia-Ukraine war. What's, what's your thoughts on that, either of you two? How's it going to go? What are we doing this year? What's going to happen? What's your call? I think we're—I don't think anything's going to change. Okay. I think that you're going to start to see some weakening on the Russian front. Um it's just not what they're doing is not sustainable. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I think there's you're going to see some weakening. Okay. And we got the uh, Russia has elections this year. So Putin will be running for, which yeah. I'm sure will be a strongly contested election. <laughs> yeah. We anticipate that there will be a lot of candidates and it'll be a close election, probably as close as the U.S. election. Oh, I would gosh. That, that falls right up there in the category of what's wrong in this world. <laughs> and. What are you doing rifling through your pockets? I'm putting my phone away. You're like a child that wanders into the middle of a program and starts asking questions. You play with things that are lying around. It just. Joe, We're talking about a serious topic a here, serious right? A serious topic. And he's over here monkeying with his phone like a two year old. I'm just saying, there's a lot of buildup for a lot of these topics. Yeah. And I, I, I feel like. Even though we're part of the media and part of, you know, delivering truth and facts, I feel like there's always more hype than what's actually happening. So I know that, that, that we're sitting here talking about, about Russia, Ukraine. I really, obviously there is stuff happening and there is a lot of, a lot of bad things. There's going to be, be sad news. But I don't think any movement is going to occur on the front. 
So basically, you think it's going to be completely static. We're going to hit this time next year. We will. And it's going to be the same there will effective be, situation. There will be loss of life. There will be sure. lots of money spent, not just from Russia and Ukraine, but from other places. I'll let you comment on that. And <laughs> and yeah, and we're going to end up with yes. with no movement on the actual war front. We will just be, as a society, more in debt less less people alive on this earth and and still in the same spot okay it was uh, said I call it, only joke and I call it realism mm-hmm. oh yeah real politic over here interesting okay so that brings us to the next question about Russia since we're on the topic Putin we have the election now I'm going to say I'm going to throw out a bold prediction Brace yourself, gird your loins. I am going to say Vladimir Putin wins the election in a landslide. Oh, gee, shocking prediction. Boy, no, I, no it, I'm standing by that. You, you really, you really have to be uh, a real seer yeah. to, to make that prediction. The Oracle of Abilene, baby, that's me. Nostradamus <laughs> is in the house. Nostradamus Driscoll is in the house. That's right. Oh, my okay. God. <laughs> I think a, a more important question, how many of the contestants are going to suddenly drop out? Well, it depends on if they're going to fly airplanes anytime soon. You know how they like to, to do that cocaine and play with and, grenades, and grenades on their private yeah. jets? <laughs> <laughs> Which is certainly how I have always wanted to go down. Hey, listen, if I ever become a mercenary warlord billionaire, that's how I plan on going out. So, anyway, and now Joe's over here having a sidebar conversation, and he's convincing Paige to press buttons. What are you, what are you guys doing with this? What are you monkeying with this? What are they're they're, me- they're messing with the equipment. Oh, you're putting an applause in. Very good. Stop monkeying with the controls. He's just gonna hit applause. Hey, this is your every show. This something. is your show. Yeah. This is your show. Yeah. I can't control pay. I can't even control you. Stop touching that, <laughs> guys. I want to apologize. There's a reason why Joe's not been on my show before, and it's mostly the fact that hey, it's hey, like, you invited, you begged me to I, be here. Whoa, you guilt, you guilt tripped me to be I, on this show. I. Invited you on this show mistakenly, and now we have to uh, and now we have to put up the consequences, which is what this is. That's right. As usual, I had to crawl up on the cross, and now I'm dying for the sins of having you on this show. <laughs> Paige is now over here playing with the soundboard. <laughs> Jesus. All right. All right. Yes. Stop it. Stop it. We're trying to have a conversation. Okay. Listen. So we've established in Ukraine. That's 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 how to go. What about uh, the whole Middle East situation? We'll start with Israel Hamas. Where do we think that's going to be at the end of the uh, the end of the year? Where that where's that going in twenty four? It is not. St- it is not stop. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Israel is not going to stop. I don't care what you offer them. I don't care what you try to hold over them. I don't care who it is. Nobody, nobody is going to stop them. They are not going to stop. And I am not saying that with conviction because I agree or disagree. I'm just stating for a fact they are not going to stop. I mean, they don't, they don't back down from once they get into a fight, they rarely back down. Like they're, they're going to see it through. Joe, what's your thoughts? Anything on this? 
I I don't know if I have any thoughts on it. I think that it will. I think this is one that you will see, as as Delfina said, they are going to. They will come to a resolution, which is ultimately going to be their. I don't know what what words you want to call it, but they are going to come to a resolution that is a win lose scenario. Them winning. And Hamas losing. And Hamas losing. End of story. And okay. I think that that's going to be... I, I I don't know how the world is going to take it. Okay. And they now, don't care. So, so let me ask you this. What do you think the odds are, right? Because, I mean, I think that's a pretty... We all know, like, Israel's going to fight the good fight. They always do. They start something. Uh, when start something's long term. But get involved in the conflict, we'll say. But here's the real question. Do we think the Middle East situation is going to escalate beyond where it's at right now? We've got the Red Sea situation with the Houthis. We've got uh, Hezbollah in the north, you know, doing their thing. We've got Iran, who bombed like three countries in three days, uh, which is an impressive, almost U.S. level of aerial campaign. Um, Do we think this is going to escalate beyond where it's at now, or is this going to kind of plateau and then de-escalate, do you think? It's going to escalate. Okay. It's going to escalate. And this is going to sound, you know, like I'm jaded, but I actually think that they're going to take advantage of the fact that the U.S. is going through an election this year. And the strain of the election on the U.S. political scene is going to be an opportunity mm-hmm. that some in the Middle East are going to seize to advance whatever their agenda is. Okay. Joe, what do you think? I don't know. You were this so one, cautious. <laughs> I think this one I I, I don't have uh, too many comments on. I, I think the what I would be more I don't know if concerned is the right word, mm-hmm. but what I probably think is going to be more of a factor is going to be if if China comes in and says, okay, we are reoccupying uh, Hong Kong. They're already in Hong Kong, buddy. But Taiwan, I think, is what you meant. Okay. Taiwan. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Isn't, hey, isn't he the was. one that couldn't couldn't tell us where Kazakhstan was on the on the quiz show? Oh no, he thought it was I part of NATO. Say. Yeah, he, he thought like, it was. Yeah, he thought know. Kazakhstan was hey, part of NATO. I don't know what NATO stands for, okay? But I did tell you where Kazakhstan was. Yeah, it's because it's one of the stands. And he also thought that somebody was the was. king of ships or king something of ships, like yes. you were. <laughs> what? I did Joe, not say that. You guys made that. Joe, up. Joe, <laughs> you're so pretty. You just sit there and look cute, okay? You're doing a great job. With a cute little bow tie. Cute little bow tie. You're like a real little boy over there. You did good. You did good. So I'm gonna I'm throwing the question back at you, Jordan. I mean, this is this is your show, and one of the things that I actually like about your show. I mean, this you know, it's such a hard show to like. Uh, truly, truly. I mean, for, there's only 15 people to listen to the damn thing. I know. But, we're at, hey, we're at 16 now. Robert Sprinkle declared himself that's, Oh, that's 16. right. That's yeah. right. You're yeah. up to 16. But I'm going to throw the question back at you. I mean, one of the things I like about your show is that you do vigorously research the topics that you present to your audience. And I know you call it Context for Kings. It's 
because you take the research that you do and then you provide the context around it. So you do a lot of research and then a lot of thinking about these things. So I'm throwing the question back at you. What do you think is we're going to see in the Middle East for the, for this year? So I think uh, in my so I, I made this analogy um, an episode or two ago, two episodes maybe I don't know, uh, and I might be lying. I might not even said this, but I think I did. Uh, this reminds me a lot of Europe right before World War One, because what you had in that time was a ton of historical alliances. You had uh, France and Britain and like Russia had an alliance. You had Germany, Austria, and like the Ottoman Empire had an alliance. And what was a very small sort of skirmish in like Serbia or somewhere in the Balkans was um, this sort of very minor kind of rebellion thing happening. And this guy, this random Austrian Archduke, uh, Ferdinand. Ferdinand, yes, Franz Ferdinand, gets killed by a separatist or something. And um, that kicks off this war with all these entangling alliances that turns into World War One. And that reminds me a lot of the current Middle East situation because what you have is, horrific as it is, okay, horrific as it is, you are still talking about what's effectively a conflict between two regional powers, Israel and Hamas, right? Israel and a terrorist organization. But it's, it's really a fight between them. It's their fight to figure out, right? But both sides have entangling alliances with a lot of other people. Hamas has the whole Iranian proxy network of uh, uh, Hezbollah and the Houthis and the uh, Iranian or the Islamic Guard in uh, Iraq and all this. Then Israel's got NATO and they've got, you know, um, the U.S. and Britain. Not They're not a member of NATO, but they have a lot of alliances with the NATO countries. And so you've got this thing where... It's very conceivable that it could escalate to a very serious situation that could evolve. Because also, keep in mind, on the other side, not only do you have all the Iranian proxies that back Hamas, you've got Iran who's got alliances with Russia and China and with North Korea. So you really could domino effect your way into, and I don't think this is going to happen, okay? I'm not prophesizing that we're hitting World War III, but I'm saying the, the pieces are there. It could happen. The math could add up. Um, where you could have a conflict where all of these parties are on opposite sides of what is a regional conflict between Israel and Hamas that could truly turn into a you know a world war if, if all the things align correctly, right? And so I don't think it's going to get there. I do think there's a chance it will escalate, especially with the um, uh, with the, the the U.S. election. But I am saying that like historically there's some context for something like this with all these entangling alliances to turn into a very serious deal. Um, so that didn't really answer your question, but that's that's one direction it could go that has a very direct historical analogy. Okay. I'm giving you back your show now that you've answered that question. You always seize control. You're, you're my little mutineer over here. <laughs> It's okay. I'm going to be on your show here in like an hour or two. And you're, so and you're going to mutiny on my oh, show. Oh, it's out of control. Okay. Yeah, there's no no chance. Payback's a bitch. So speaking of <clears throat> elections, uh, in Israel, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that um, 
Netanyahu, Prime Minister. I think they have elections in Israel this year. I don't know. And um, yes, I'm being told by, by, by our yes, by our, the our, member of our yes, our, our tribe. That's right. Yes. Uh, so they have elections in Israel this year. So Netanyahu's got to put together, and I think he's. Uh, I haven't done enough research on the parliament composition in Israel. But I believe some of what I've read is that it's, he's had to put together a coalition in the last election. And so it'll be real curious to see how this affects the Israeli elections and whether Netanyahu stays in or if he has to build another coalition or if he gets an actual majority because they use a parliamentary system much more similar to the UK than they do a representative democracy a la US. I mean, it's still a representative democracy, but it's a different government it's a parla- it's a Westminster parliamentary system as opposed to a US style Congress what are you seeing Jordan uh, is his is things playing out in, in the court of public opinion within Israel so I truly don't know because I I get two very loud aggressive sides to this I know I mean all, all uniformly I don't know a single Israeli person that um, that is happy they got attacked. I mean, that's just of not a thing. Not, right. um, but like, I was at the mall yesterday uh, at the Galleria down here in Houston, and um, I met uh, a woman, and I was talking to her up there, and she was former IDF. She had immigrated to the U.S. a year or so ago. She served in the uh, Israeli Defense Force, and um, we were talking about it, and she was all for like wiping out Hamas and all that. She hates Netanyahu and thinks that his decisions led this attack to happen and that, you know, he was... And then I've got folks on the other side that are like, you know, the super patriotic, no, Netanyahu's going to save us all. So I don't know. I don't know enough. I don't have a statistically large enough sample of the Israeli people to know what their thoughts are. But I think it's... He's struggled in the past politically, and so it really depends on how his response to this crisis is being perceived by the Israeli folks. And I just don't know that I have a strong enough feel to, to be able to call that. I mean... Okay. Just wondering if, you know... It's not as cut and dry. It's not like um, Bush's approval rating skyrocketed. You know, his approval rating skyrocketed after 9-11, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I do not think it's had quite the same effect with Netanyahu. Um, just anecdotally from what I'm reading and, you know, not living in Israel or Palestine or, um, you know, being over there. I, yeah. I don't know. It's my take. Okay. Interesting. So, but he does have elections coming up. That'll be interesting how that turns out. Um, it's a year of elections. We got Russia. We got, uh, we got Israel's got elections. And of course, Venezuela, Venezuela's got elections, which I'm, uh, I'm going to go out on a limb. <laughs> Here comes his big prediction. And I'm wait, wait, drum say, roll. Do we, don't we yeah. have a drum roll on this? You, uh, love, uh, you guys yeah, love try, playing hey. with the soundboard. What? what? No, that's not a drum roll. That is not. Stop playing with the buttons. You were. No, got it's a just going to play forever just now. Just hit it again don't so hit it, it stops. No, no, it just oh makes God. it play more. Oh, my God. I want to what apologize. There. I made it stop. Good Lord. So, first off, to my 16 of you. I want to apologize for Joe and Paige and Delphina and the fact that they keep monkeying with the soundboard like a bunch of children that I've let loose. It's a new soundboard, though. Into a Best Buy, and their parents aren't <laughs> watching them closely enough. And the next thing you know, they're jumping on the couches and playing with the TV remotes. That's Since when did they have couches at Best Buy? I, listen, it's I'm, over by where the TVs are so that you yeah. can, like, pretend you're in your living Joe, room. 
when I'm overextending a metaphor, just stay the hell out of my way. <laughs> hey, maybe you should learn to not overextend. No, best kind of metaphor is an overextended one. Um, okay, <clears throat> so Venezuela, I'm going to boldly predict that it's very probable Maduro wins. <laughs> Yes, and remember that he agreed. In, uh, they, he signed that agreement in uh, Barbados with the Biden administration, promising that he would hold uh, fair yes. elections. Yes. But then recently came out and said, oh, yes, but it's going to be fair based on our definition, not yours. Uh huh. Well, it's kind of like that uh, that referendum they held on annexing the uh, Esquibo. Oh my God! Stop mispronouncing it, dude. All right, dude. say it correctly. Esquibo. Esquibo. Not Esquibo. 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 See, think, even Batir can say it. He, I think the word that I said and the word you said is the same word. Oh my God! You said Esquibo. I, I said Esquibo. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Wasn't that hard? It's all about the guys, as always. Why do you sixteen people listen to this guy? I just don't get You're it. You're one of them. Shh. <laughs> What's the matter with you? And, and as always, if you have any questions on proper Spanish pronunciation, I encourage you to write into Delfina, and I'll include her email in no. the. No. Oh, yeah, I will. You can't stop me. Uh, <laughs> And I would encourage you to write in and um, find out how things are supposed to be pronounced whenever I screw it up, because she'll be more than happy to correct me and you. All right. Now let's get to the, the and I don't know that it's going to be a big one. I don't think you're really going to see much in the news about it. But what do we think about is going to happen with the U.S. elections? What do you mean we're not going to see much in the news about it? We're being bombarded be every single day. Nobody cares. Just, no, Nobody cares yeah, about right. this one. It, it, you're right. You're yeah. really, right. I really think They're that this one go. people are just numb to it all. They're like, yeah. what? Huh? Who can't? No. Do they even know it's an election year this year? Yeah. <laughs> do we even know any of the guys running? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think um, I think so. You think so? Who, who think, is it? Uh... Uh, there's a guy named Joe. Joe, the sarcophagus <laughs> of uh, Joe Biden, is running for election. And then we got the perpetual indictment machine known as Donald Trump, <laughs> who I presume is going to be the nominee. I think yeah. there's somebody named Nikki Haley. I got a text the other day saying they'll be in Dallas. Oh, good. So yes. I don't, I don't know how they got my number, but they told me they'll be in Dallas doing a rally. So I was like, sure, why not? Let's go. I are love you, rallies. Are you actually going? Love rallying. Oh, good. Do they give out free stuff That's at the rally? That's literally what I, I was would, about to ask. I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I got need. I need a sign to hold up, right? <laughs> or okay, a shirt Republic, to wear? Republican Party, if you want Joe Battier to show up at any one of your rallies, just make sure that there's free stuff. He, he is. He can be bought, and extraordinarily cheaply. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I will not be at the rally. Okay. Well, fair enough. Every once in a while, I get really annoyed with these people. And if they send me a message that is not for, that's that's for something I can't vote for, mm. then I go off the rails on them yeah. in a really mean way. I would and love to see you going off the rails in a mean way. I can't even conceive of that. I know. It's so inconceivable. But it happens. Some Some poor volunteer named Melissa I ripped into 
I just made her, I hope, I'm assuming I made her cry. But then I felt bad about it. What horrible indiscretion did she purport on you? Uh, she sent me a preformed text message telling me to vote for city council member number two, but I'm in city council district number three. So I let her know that 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 incompetent bitch. How could she? No, Melissa's Melissa's a great person. She you're the one that ripped into her. She's volunteering her time. You're the one that ripped into her. And I'm standing up for her because I was wrong to rip into her. Okay. But that's how elections make me feel. Okay. Well, good news for you because this looks gonna be a real fun year. So this, this is why I I think there there's there's a there's a factor here of yes I'm gonna vote mm. yeah it yes everybody's vote counts it matters sure. go vote but does my vote actually make a difference and should I spend the next ten months of my life fretting and inducing anxiety over what is going to happen. Oh, you don't have to when all that. I the should do is just vote. Yeah. But then watching the media, they're just gonna they're just gonna hype you up more. Yeah. They're gonna get you like hyped up worse than worse than I don't know, some illicit drug. That's well well hang on now. Media media is the most illicit drug there is. That's a book you heard it here first. Context is for kings. The media is the most illicit drug. You've had a sheltered life, Joe. <laughs> you and I have been to different parties, I feel. <laughs> I can't make that joke. <laughs> okay. Not who you're voting for, not who you want to win. Who do you think is going to win this election? You know what? I want America to win. Sure, don't we all? That's what I want. God. But you know who's going to lose? Who's that? America. America. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but who do you think is going to win the election? It's a safe space. I'm going to I'm going to say uh, President Joe Biden. You think Biden's going to I win? think Biden's going to go for for his victory lap. Really? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I got I have no money on it. I won't have any money on it, but I think he's going to win. Okay. Are you? Do you think it's going to be close? I think that the idea of close. I don't. I don't. This is me being safe space, sure. free talk zone. That's right. I don't know the idea of close in the American system because, yeah, by popular vote it will be, but in the last election, Biden won by what eighty or ninety electoral votes. Yep. Versus the year before, where it was when when Trump won the first time, it was like thirty votes or something. It was three states that yeah. flipped. Yeah. So there's a difference there in what is close in in my mind. Sure. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So you think it's going to be Biden? Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Delfina, what do you think? I actually think that President Biden is going to remain our president for. I'm not going to say he's going to remain our president for another four years. I think he's going to be reelected, and then I think his health is going to take a turn for the worst. I'm not wishing that on the man at all, sure. at all, at all, at all. But, uh, I mean, let's but, be honest. He's, he's yeah. up there a, in years, and it's a stressful up, job. It's an extremely stressful job. And it's, he's not—his yeah. uh, 
sprightly as, as he could be at that age. Hey, I got a question. Yeah. Actually, you still have to answer yours. I interrupted, but remind me, I have a question. Okay. All right. No, I'm, I'm just going to finish saying that I don't think that uh, this country is in any sort of uh, burning platform. There's there's no bl- burning platform feeling mm-hmm. that really truly exists running throughout America. Okay. It's whatever is being reported I think is being hyped up by the media. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Americans are pretty much happy and Trump is not going with with the challenges that Trump has had mm-hmm. that he has lost mm-hmm. a good portion of his base and I don't think he can pull it out. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Now, what do you I'm, think? I'm, Sorry. Yeah, what do you think, George? I think this, in my opinion, I think, so I don't think it's a sure thing that it's Biden. And I could be wrong about that. But Biden has an astonishingly low approval rating. The flip side is Trump left office with an astonishingly low approval rating. Uh, they're two of the most unpopular presidential candidates that Agreed. we've had in my lifetime. Agreed. Um, and I think it is, you know, but Biden does not present well. Trump does present. Trump presents well in a theatrical sense. He can get up. He can he can do the hurrah hurrah thing. He can, uh, you know, he can he can form a sense. He can get his thought out there very clearly. You know what Trump thinks. He can communicate that out. He is he is cogent up to do that. Joe misreads teleprompters and and it, like there's that clip of him like reading the teleprompter and he puts dramatic pause da 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 second page da 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 and then, like he just read through it. You're like Joe, baby, come on, now. you're, you're kind of losing. But Trump presents better, right? And that's regardless of whether you agree with him or disagree with him or anything, the man is able to hold a crowd better than Joe Biden. Um, but they both have track records. They both have baggage. Biden's tenure as president had the inflation debacle. You've got all these foreign issues that are cropping up. And say what you will, there weren't a ton of foreign military issues necessarily in Trump's administration. And... There's a caveat to that because Trump started the process of negotiating with the Taliban and that led to all the Afghanistan stuff. So there's, there's more subtext to that than, than we get into here. But I just don't think – I think it's going to be a real close call. I think it's going to be a real close call. I do not think it's a sure thing one way or the other. Um, I'm not confident in Biden's ability to walk to that win in the same way that you guys evidently are. Uh, and I'm also no. not confident in Trump walking to that win either. I just don't know, you know. I'm, I want to I clarify something. I don't think mm-hmm. that it is going to be a runaway election. I think it is going to be a close call. Okay. But I think that the numbers are going to fall on Biden's side. Okay. Because the numbers fell mm-hmm. on Trump's side, yeah. Because he was running against an idiot, yeah. Right. He was he was actually running against a, a an, an evil being that needed to be still needs to be eradicated from this planet, and I think that it what, was Clinton. Who the hell else? Well, I'm just clarifying. I was all right. Cool. All right. 
Um, I mean, talk about. I made this comment years ago to some friends. Sorry. I, I no, go ahead, please. One. It's your show. Uh, yes. And I'm in <laughs> command. It's dodgy. Uh, I made this comment that Trump was the most unelectable, uh, unlikable person that you could have run for office except for Hillary Clinton. Exactly. The Democrats found the one person that year running who could have possibly lost to Donald Trump. Yep. I think, I truly believe, and the Democrats would never let it happen because they hate Bernie Sanders as much as the Republicans do. Uh, I think they could have run Bernie fucking Sanders and he would have run won that election over Trump. They literally picked the one person who had more dislike, more baggage, more background. They picked the one person who could not possibly beat Trump to run against him in Hillary Clinton. And, um, yeah, I just have always been floored by that. Like, boy, you really picked the one possible person. Yeah, And I agree 100%. And so that's my point. My point is, is that the, there's no hatred Maybe not no, but there's not a lot of hatred that I'm hearing and seeing uh, toward President Biden. I mean, it's hard to hate the man, right? right. It's it. You, you feel bad for him. Right. Is is more like it. So that bump and that push that Trump had when he won, he's not going to have this time around. Additionally, and this may be a really unpopular thing to say, but I don't give a damn. Right? I love my people people on my show. I don't give a damn. Um, Is that you mentioned that Trump did not have these international uh, challenges Mm -hmm. or horrible international situations occurring Mm -hmm. when he was president? Mm -hmm. Biden is experiencing that, but I don't think in any way, shape, or form the American people are looking at President Biden and blaming him for any of it. Right. I, so I don't think that that's going to play. I don't think that anybody is going to go to the polls and no longer pull a lever, but, it, right. it, it, you know, push the button right. for one or the other based on what's happening in uh, the Middle East or in Russia, Ukraine, or anything else that's going to pop up. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to happen. Fair enough. Joe, you got anything to add? Yeah, so hypothetically speaking, let's say Joe Biden wins the election. Okay. And then... I don't know, reasonable time frame, 100 days in, says, you know what? I'm too old. I'm going to drop out. Mm -hmm. Is there, like, the the VP would take over, but I I feel like there maybe could be grounds for litigation along that in a big guise of was, was this done... Like, did he go in knowing he was retiring mm-hmm. and giving up arguably the most powerful position in the world? So I, I, I so that's interesting. I, um, 
have wondered if his plan is, but it doesn't make sense that that would be his plan because. I, and I, I'm not even thinking like, I'm not even postulating on the plan. I'm postulating on if that were to happen, I don't, is there like, like, is there anything that would be done? Well, I, I think people would be pissed, but otherwise, no. I mean, you got to understand, Reagan, you know, was about to get impeached and decided to, to cash in yeah. his chips at the last, at the 11th hour to slip the noose with a Ford. So it's not unprecedented. It could be done. And one could argue that Joe deciding that he's a billion years old maybe is not the, uh, he, he had thought better of it after a long campaign. But I think if it's not... Well, I just don't think there's anything that could be done about it other than it would just happen, right? It would annoy people that it would be legal. I don't think there's any litigation you could really go after one. Let's let's talk about that for just another second longer. I Joe Biden is is somebody that has clearly dedicated his life to the Democratic Party. Sure. And he is he's a loyal human being in that regard. I, barring him getting uh, fatally ill or near fatally ill, right, because if he was fatally ill, then he'd be dead, um, and being hospitalized to a point where he couldn't function, I do not see him just saying, hey, you know what, guys, I really just don't want to do this anymore. I think that man would would willingly go to his grave serving his party. Yeah. That's, he's gonna, that's what he's I believe. He's going to die with his boots on. Yeah, he's going to die with his boots on. And so I don't see that being a viable option. And Fair I'm enough. not convinced that I'm not convinced that at some point in the past year or two, the DNC has not sat down with President Biden and said, listen, Joe, you sure you want to go for another round? Yeah. Are you really sure? Oh, yeah, yeah, I've never been more... (laughs) You know, I I really think they've had the conversation where they've... And I have no evidence of this. I have no proof this is entirely Jordan's supposition. But I believe they have had the conversation, and I believe they have tried to... Encourage him to do it. Because the, the DNC, listen, say what you will, they aren't idiots, right? Ostensibly. Uh, or I'll put it this way about both the DNC and the RNC. They might be stupid, but they're not fucking fools. Yeah. Uh, they have, I believe they have sat down, and I think they have tried to encourage you, because they know that if they're going up against Trump, they just have to run a normal, cogent human being and they win in a landslide. That's all, just don't run a crazy person, right? I think they're smart enough to have realized that after the past couple of elections. Just like I would like to think the Republicans realize the same thing on the other side, but clearly they don't. Uh, but anyways, I think the DNC has tried to push Biden into making that decision and he won't do it. And, be, and I think if he were willing to just say, oh, let me get elected and then I'll stand down and someone else can have it, I think they would say, listen, you're not the draw. You are not helping us by running. You're actually hurting the uh, the base. You're, you're not an attractive vote. Um, so that's kind of my thoughts on that. Hmm. And I actually meant for us to go on and talk about it. We'll do very quickly, very quickly. Quick thing, if people are gathering around. we got to get out of here. Um, Taiwan. Do we think 2024 is the year of the China-Taiwan 
Imbrogliago. I I hope not. Well, sure, we all hope not. That's, I mean, I think that's the answer. Well, do you think it's likely? If you were a betting man, would you put a dollar on it? Not a betting man. Oh, my Lord, Joe. <laughs> oh, no, I don't Lord. think I... Get out of your war. I don't think I would. I don't, I don't think it is the year, and I don't want it to be the year. Okay. So that's that. All right. Fair enough. What do you think, Delfina? No. No? No. But I, I haven't. I, I haven't. I haven't given it that much thought. But gut, gut reaction, no. All right. Well, listen. We've we've hit the clock. We've done everything we set out to do here. Um, this has been Joe Batier, my personal friend and professional irritant, who has been a guest on the show. Thank you, Joe. You're welcome. All right. That's enough. And then we have Delfina here, who is my hero. Um, and I have to say that legally, otherwise she'll hurt me. That's right. Thank you for being on the show. You're, you're very welcome. And, of course, this is Jordan Driscoll reminding you that you heard it here first. Vladimir Putin is going to win at a landslide. Oh no God. questions asked. You heard it here. Let me know what you think of this one. We'll see you on the next one. Join us again next week on Context is for Kings, an OGGN production. To learn more, go to OGGN.com. 